Hello, I am Joel Ingram, and this is Crisis to Crushing It podcast. Let's dive into this week's talk, and I'll help to increase perspective, expand perception, and allow you to change your reality. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, solo episode today. So I had to think about what fires me up, and it's this. Average lifespan of someone in the UK, uh, US, uh, sorry, average lifespan of someone in the UK is 80 years old. Average lifespan of someone in Canada is 82 years old. And the average lifespan of someone in the USA is 78 and a half years old. So if you're like me, three years ago, 40 years old, and me worrying that time was running out, and I'd become acutely aware that I hadn't achieved anything and I was feeling lost, and the saying I had in my head was, I'm halfway through. I truly was halfway through. I wanted to run by how we get in these situations and how I got into my situation. And chances are, if you listen to this, you're married. You have the job you do because of the pay and your commitments. You have a mortgage. You have credit card or consumer debt. But let's have a look at those few things first. You fell in love with somebody. You marry them, they become your wife. Then you had children because you loved her. You wanted to create something special between the two of you. Then you needed a house for your family. Then once you had your house for your family, you needed a settee, cooker, fridge. Then you needed a cot, a bouncer, clothes and toys, which at the time you didn't have money for, so you had to put it on a card. Or if you were lucky enough, maybe people gifted them to stuff to you which meant you didn't have to pay for it. So as your family gets bigger, <clears throat> you, your wife, your, your new baby, you need to get around easier so you get a car. Then Christmas rolls around and you want to get the baby nice presents. You want to get your wife a bit of a treat, something special, which goes on the card. Then summer rolls around and you decided you've worked hard all year. You deserve a break. That went on the card too. question is, at what point was there a logical decision? By this I mean as in non-emotion. Truth is all of those decisions are based on emotions. We are where we are because of our past actions. And our actions are based upon our behaviours and our habits. I'm going to get a bit of clarity for myself on why I am where I am, especially financially. It's been quite eye-opening in the last couple of weeks as I've been working with a personal financial coach. Shout out to Nick Elkins. And what I've realized is <laughs> there's no point in that journey where I was intentional or logical. The entire last 15, 16 years, if I was to ask my wife, 16 years of being together, there has been no logical decision. Every decision pretty much has been emotional. We picked the house we did because we liked it. It was in an area we liked that was near family. The overriding feeling was we bought the house because we liked it. Um, and as it happens, it turned out to be a bit of a pig because there was jobs on jobs on jobs. It was a money pit. 
So the logical decision would have been to have a proper full inspection of the house. And because we were young, because we were fresh and didn't really understand what we were doing, we decided to go for the lesser version. Lesson learned, that will never happen again. So anyway, let's look at why we are where we are. Said, oh, my life, my life changed when I met a group of people that were holding themselves to higher standards than I was holding myself. And I was aware that most of the struggles in my life were in my head and they were my struggles. Though I did go through a phase before this, which was of blaming because things weren't fair. Now, I agree with fairness and I strive to be fair with others. However, when you look through the through your eyes and you see things as not being fair, there's expectation. There's your values being put on other people and other people might not have your values, which therefore sets you up for upset or problems straight from the off. The first thing I decided to do was to take charge of my mind. And I did that by seeking a therapist, or actually a therapist, who knew NLP. Hence the reason I now help people with NLP. Going through what I went through, I realized how lost and powerless I was with the way I was feeling. And I had absolutely no idea what to do with myself or how to get out of it, other than the fact this name had kept coming up that I kept seeing. And the name I kept seeing was Stephen Shulev, who I've had on the show. Um, so I went through, when we talked with Steve, and I put some of my inner self-talk to, to bed and started to become more self-aware and and all these sorts of things, and which then, having taken the initial charge of... Uh, my initial problems of uh, seeking this things being unfair and people putting on me and and everything else then led me to the mastermind. The mastermind allowed me to put my view on things to a group of people who had a different perspective and different perception. Three months the coaching was for, uh, and probably the best money I've ever spent. So shout out to Larry Hagner. Um, And my wife could see a noticeable difference in me at the end of those three months. And saying the main primary reason for doing those was I wanted to be a better person, husband, father, uh, for my family. Because I was aware my actions and the way I was being was not constructive to the life I wanted for our future. So the reason for this podcast today is trying to help people out there who may be feeling stuck. And sometimes you just need to shift the perspective or your perception of it, which means stepping outside of the emotion of it, which is easier said than done, um, which is why people need to reach out and talk to each other. And this is where people having good friends who can provide honest, unfiltered feedback (laughs) can allow you to see what the problem is. You can dig into how long have you had this problem? Who's to blame for this problem? Why this problem occurred? Why you haven't done something about this problem? Well, all these questions pretty much 
are the unhelpful details. Because all problems framed in this way put you at the disposal of your problem, meaning you are not empowered. The good questions to ask are, what can you do? What is the result you want? When in the past have you been through something similar that you can apply to this situation? And what, if you were to give advice to a friend, would you say to revolve the issue? We're shifting now out of the, the frame. There's, there's a certain framework that I use when I, when I coach people that allows them to create a well-formed outcome. Now, there's different aspects to a well-formed outcome. The well-formed outcomes encompass is the goal stated in the positive. Is it self-initiated, maintained, and within my control? Does it describe the evidence procedure? Is the context clearly defined? Does it identify the needed resources? Have I evaluated whether it is ecological? And does it identify the first step I need to take? And at the very core of this is one simple question, which I've said many times we don't ask ourselves and we're not asked this question in school, is what do I want? Now, if 2018 has been a little bit crappy and you're fed up or you're sucked off or you're, as a friend in work used to say, I'm, what was it? I'm fed up, sucked off and danted, aching, shouted, bombed out, and I'm not very happy either. Um, then perhaps it's time for change. Perhaps if you was to look at it from a viewpoint of what can I do as opposed to they're doing this, they're doing that. If you were to look at extreme ownership of the situation, what is my role in this situation? What can I do differently? What can I change? What can I change about what I do to get the result I want? So it's about shifting the frame that you're looking at, which allows you to then identify, focus in a positive way what you want, as opposed to being in a things are happening to you rather than for you. So if someone's being horrible and you're having problems at work and you don't know how to deal with it, that leaves you disempowered. Whereas if you say, okay, well, this person's saying this or doing that, the option there is, if they're saying this and that, first of all, do I have to listen to them? Yes or no? And then second of all, is it true? Because this goes a little bit deeper than you're going into like ego and other things as well. If you are confident and happy in yourself that you know the way you are, is completely congruent with the person you want to be, then everything else will be water off a duck's back. There will be times when you're tired and you are low and you will struggle. But on the whole, you will be sound, in, sound of mind and you will be sound in your heart because you will just know what they say doesn't matter. And you will let it just go straight over your head. One of the things I kept doing when I kept having situations come up because I struggled with confrontation was, that it was asking myself all the time, when a situation come up, I noticed the deeper aspect of it would be, for example, confrontation, was what, what do I need to learn from this? Because when I 
take the learning and apply or, or do the action that I'm being prompted to do, the situation will go away. And I struggled this for a long, 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 long time. And it was only this year I put it to bed. Um, my greatest fear was upsetting others and their perception of me. Being somebody that likes to be liked, I want to be a people person, I want to be everybody's friend. But I'm now realizing that's not possible. Not everybody likes you. You can't please everybody. So if you can't please everybody, who should you please? And without being selfish or, uh, what's the word? You can put yourself in a position where you prioritize your needs and you're being completely congruent with the type of person that you want to be. As in, if you value integrity, you carry integrity with you all day, all the time, do the difficult things, even when it's difficult, then you will be completely congruent. However, and this comes down to value. So there's diff this, this, this is a sub level to this as well. And the sub level is understanding your values. What do you value in life? You like for myself, for example, um, family, uh, integrity, compassion, empathy, uh, adventure, discovery. It's all these types of values, things that I want to be now and in the future. Um, so when I take actions, and, I'm, and, I, and sometimes you'll take an action and you think, oh, that doesn't feel like too good, then you will know there's an element of what you're doing you know is wrong or is not congruent, congruent the, per, the person, the future you that you want to be. Now this might sound a little bit kooky, a little bit out there, but if you tick along in mainstream where you're just going with the flow. And there's, you know, there's times to go with the flow, but there's also times to not go with the flow. You will be the result of your surroundings. So the people you surround yourself with, you'll be basically uh, immediate, uh, an average of your five friends. Um, so that now we're going into like peer groups and upgrading your peer groups. And if you're, dabbling in drugs or you're hanging around with the local drug dealers or whatever, chances are you're going to end up doing drugs or dealing drugs or being a drug dealer. Same with alcohol. If you're hanging around people that's drinking all the time, then same goes there. So if you can put yourself in a position where you're hanging around people who are looking or aspire to more, who want to be better people, who want to create uh, a better world or create a legacy or or whatever it is they want to do, but hold themselves higher standards than you currently hold yourself and your current environment would hold themselves to, then that's the type of people you should seek out. So the next thing is understanding where those people are. A long time I told myself, um, people in the UK are not really into this, uh, as in like personal development or, you know, the masterminds and things like that. And, because of my environment, I realized how they've shaped my beliefs and the, the words I was using. And it wasn't until I went to an event recently in a local hotel where Grand, Grand Cardone was there 
and it was a big charity dinner. And I looked around and I thought, okay, that belief is completely wrong. There's people, gam- not gambling, um, bidding for charity, eight, nine hundred pounds, and it's fun. They're just like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm in, I'll have that. And just people, women, two women teasing each other on a table because one was going higher than the other and they were mother and daughter. I thought, okay, so the money is there. So obviously there's people out there that are striving. They they can, they're not striving, they're achieving. And obviously they're successful if the financial aspect of it is there. That's not to say everything is hunky-dory because there's obviously different levels. I mean, I monitor my family, uh, my health, our finances, um, and then the fun aspect of life as well because there needs to be an element of fun and, and enjoyment. Um, and I try and make time for each one. However, if you go all in on the business and some people will say, you've got to sacrifice something. Well, I don't think you have. I think there's a way for you to have it all. Um, and when I say have it all, I mean, after you've refined it down to what you truly believe and value, there's a way to bring those values into your everyday life with the people you love and the people you want to be with, doing the things you want to do when you want to do them. There's a way. I'm not seeing it's easy because I'm still trying to find my own way. So, but there's a way. I don't think you have to sacrifice family over business or health over family. And before that was something I used to struggle with. I'd struggle to go to the gym because I feel guilty about leaving my kids in the house. But now I know my health is important. Without my health, without me being in good condition, I can't be the husband, father, and do the things I need to do with my family if I am not healthy. So I need to be active. I need to be mobile. I need to be moving. So that guilt is now gone. Uh, it took a long while to get there. And I still get little tweaks now and again. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't really be doing that. And if I can't go to the gym, then I'll go up the back and I'll chop some wood. Or I'll shift some wood. Or I'll lug something heavy. Or I'll do something, another way of moving and getting the heart going just so that I'm doing something rather than sat on my ass watching Netflix or uh, whatever, Amazon or whatever. So, yeah. So I've diverted a little bit there. Forgive me. To say 29 just around the corner. It's, this is just wanted to be a quick one because I wanted to say to you, if you can create a compelling, irresistible future, and align your behaviors in the way that moves you forward towards your desired outcome, you will achieve in more in 2019 than you have probably since you left school. And I say since you left school because up until the age of you left school, you were dictated to by the schooling system. So, I mean, the way that you might have pursued school or um, sport outside of school, yeah. But, I mean, if you can truly create, become extremely clear on precisely what you want, because that's the question. What do you want? And once you've figured out what you want, if you can create a compelling, irresistible future and align your behaviors accordingly, which will allow you to progress towards that future, 
over time, compounding the habits and behaviors on a daily basis will get you there. There is absolutely no doubt about it. All it requires is consistency, daily execution. I mean, for myself, I'm going to post some videos, uh, some pictures soon of myself when I was back in January, which I thought I was quite big. Uh, I'd just come off a broken ankle where I snapped ligaments on both sides of my ankle. Um, I, I was I was trying to keep my eating in check. So I got some pre-photos. As soon as I could walk, I walked to work. And my weight loss since then has been dramatic because I'm doing it daily. And up until recently, up until about two weeks ago, all I was doing was walking to and from work, 20 minutes each way. And I believe that action, that single action of, of being quite categorically blunt when my parents offered me lifts to and from work, yeah, because it's raining. And I was so determined as in no, because if I say yes to a lift or if I, if I, if I don't walk, then I am not showing integrity to my health or integrity to my word, which is I walk. I'm walking. I'm sorry. I'm trying to offend you. I don't want to lift. I much appreciate it. Thank you very much. Let's leave it there. Because as soon as I can carry that integrity, it makes me feel better. I'm following through on what I've said. I'm making, making it happen. I'm doing it daily, twice daily. And then from there, you get little sprouts of things will come off. You'll start to become aware of your food. You might reduce your portion sizes. You might, you might think, oh, I'm, I'm starving. I'm walking there. I can get away with it. Well, if you're not losing, then maybe there's something that perhaps you're eating the wrong stuff. Or perhaps there's something in your diet that's not helpful or, 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 or whatever. But the point is, become very, very clear on what you really want. And then you will implement change if the desire is strong enough. Like myself, True change, I feel, only comes about from pain. I mean, proper pain, you feeling the hurt of the situation or whatever it may be. That is the moment when the desire will kick in for change. Because if it's easy, if it's comfortable, if you're happy, if you're like not bothered, then you're not there. You're not there. And you need, you need more lessons, you need more pain to get you to the point where you will have enough, enough to pursue what you want without, and I'm not going to say without distractions because distractions will always be there. But what it is, it's about being focused enough that when those distractions come up, you can maintain your focus and repeat it daily. People, like I said in the beginning, average age of people in the UK, 80 years old. Three years ago when I was saying to myself, I'm halfway through, I'm lost, I'm frustrated. I was right. I was halfway through. 
but I've now redesigned my life. I don't see myself carking it when I'm 80. I've set a goal of 100 plus. And the reason I've set a goal of 100 plus is because I've now come to realize the power in belief. I believe if I lead, live the life that I'm living now, which is that of being in exercise, I'm watching my food, I'm doing the right things, I'm heading in the right direction. Longevity, I will seek it, I will find it, I am doing it, I am creating it in my daily actions on a daily basis, multiple times a day, because that's what I want. I don't want to be halfway through. I'm not going to be halfway through because I want to leave a mark on this world. I want to leave something behind for others that will keep going on working when I'm long gone. And 40 years is a long time left, yes, granted, but 100 plus gives me 65 years. 65 years to make more impact. Understand the power of your brains. Read books. Read, listen to Audible. Consume information however you can. But consume information that when you listen to it, you enjoy it. It fills you. It brings you a joy. It brings you a, that's a word, um, a deeper, a deeper, contentment where you know that consuming that information is good and it'll give you a new perspective, a new perception and it'll allow you to see things in a slightly different way. Your life is governed by what you think. What you think is governed by how you feel and you feel through what you do, which is your actions and your behaviors. People, I'll leave it from there. I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Hope you have a wonderful time with your families. Let's not settle for mediocre. Let's not settle at all. Let's go and achieve what we want to achieve in 2019 and make it as successful as we pursue the fulfillment of our own true potential. Have a great Christmas, guys. Happy Christmas. So thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. My name is Joel Ingram. And I am a certified NLP coach. I help passionate, resourceful, and professional people who feel stuck and unfulfilled with aspects of life to rewrite their narrative and chronicle a new, engaging, and captivating future. Please subscribe if you found benefit.